Welcome to Sage Insights, your go-to podcast for all things digital marketing, with your hosts, Alex and Michael, giving you unbiased and actionable insights that you can apply to your business that are straightforward and strategic. Improve your marketing strategy with what is actually working today. Enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Alex and Michael here with Sage Insights, here today to talk to you about a very, very important topic, which is what to look for in a hosting company. Mike, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you, thank you. Good. I've had a real uptick recently, and as a business as a whole for us, correct me if I'm wrong, but we haven't exactly focused on going out and just looking for business with respect to web hosting. We offer it as a high-level service to our clients, but I have to say, Mike, as more time continues on, I see it as an issue constantly with respect to having inadequate hosting, management of websites that is in chaos, frankly. I look at it as something that is really a high priority for us to continue to give real support and say, hey, we certainly are not the only solution, but we have a good solution for web hosting and we'll explain why on the podcast. I agree. I think for a while, hosting, while it's been a priority for us, I think for most clients really has been more of an afterthought. Even websites often are are afterthoughts for businesses as they don't really know where to get started. You hear of a a few of the like the Wix and the GoDaddies, but but even still, you don't really know what to get started with. You don't really understand what the value is until you actually understand what you're getting. And I think at that point, it's a lot easier and I don't want to say more appropriate, but I think that as time goes on, as we're developing the relationships with the clients, it's a lot easier for them to understand the value of what they're actually getting. That's on one side. The other side is often the people that will call us because they've come to realize what the value is and what they're not getting. I love telling stories in order to, you know, animate the point that I'm trying to make. But recently, I can think of two situations in which hosting had just been a major issue. So recently, Mike, I worked with a small e-commerce business. And no matter the time and resource I wanted to make to the client with respect to hosting, they chose to go to one of the, let's call it big box retailers. It was amazing to see how fast that mistake came around and was known to that particular client. I think that they decided like at 5 p.m. on a Monday in order to go that direction. And by eight or nine o'clock that day after several hours on the phone with the uh, technical support of that hosting service, I think they said, wow, maybe price wasn't the only consideration that I should have thought of when choosing a hosting provider. Again, look, are we the right situation for every single person? Absolutely not. But what's the cost of peace of mind? I've spent several hours myself on the phone with uh, many of these hosting companies and it's it's almost incredible what they know or, or what they don't know. And just the runaround of whose uh, responsibility it is, server doesn't load, they blame it on the website, the website developer blames it on the hosting, and at the end of the day, the business has really nowhere to turn to. Sure, And when they lock you out of all the hosting components and you can't have someone who knows what they're looking at go in and to see what it is, it's just a, a round circle. So how do you get past that? I think it's about understanding what you need, what you don't need, and being able to go from there. You know, I, I think a few of the things that are really important when you're looking into hosting is speed, uptime, the support you can get. I'm sorry, Mike, real support. That's really the point. Like, again, I call it the big box retailers. I found that no matter who you call, they sound very confident that they have the solution. But in fact, the solution is probably correct, maybe, I don't know, 25% of the time. Would you agree with that? Sure, because how are they just going to answer, oh, yeah, we can do it with it, without knowing the requirements or where the business is or what is the scale? I mean, a business that's putting up a landing page that has no traffic that is just needing a landing page for web presence versus an e-commerce business doing millions of dollars, they're going to have very different needs. Sure, sure. Sure, you can put your site on any of them. 
but at what cost? I think there's, I don't know, maybe eight or nine points that, that really need to be considered before choosing a hosting company. Let's start with speed. Speed is now your website can certainly be optimized, but it's ultimately going to only be as good as the speed of the hosting. That is partially on how the hosting is actually configured, what's on the server. And I guess that ties into understanding what exactly you're getting. Are you getting a shared space? Are you getting a dedicated server? Are you getting a cloud server? There's a lot of things to consider, but take a look at the speed and you have to understand how fast are the processors. It's no different than a computer. You're putting your website on a server, on a computer. How fast is it? Sure. What are the requirements that you're going to have? If your site is incredibly video heavy, like a, uh, a photographer or a videographer for a wedding, or uh, you're showcasing videos of projects you've done, you're going to need something that can string videos with some speed. Uptime reliability is probably one of the most important factors because who cares about how fast your site is if your site goes down every sure. uh, couple of days? If the site is down, how long is it down for? How many of your customers are going to go to the site? They're going to see it's down and move on. And certainly if you're hosting your own email, obviously the, the uptime is going to be even more important. Support, when your site does go down or your site does slow down, it's uh, these are machines, you know, hard drives crash, things happen. But who's going to be there to answer? Are they going to give you the runaround? Is it filing an email ticket when you don't really know how to describe the problem? Understanding what you're getting involved in and what you can expect, I think is very important. A shared hosting company or a private hosting company. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Who's involved? How big is the team? Are they able to service you? Are there service hours? Are there limitations to how many service requests can you put in? I think understanding how scalable the system is. If your business, sure, you don't need a dedicated server if you're just getting started. But at what point is the hosting company able to transition you into a bigger hosting plan as your business grows? Just like anything else, if you get an office space and you outgrow it, somehow someone's going to have to help you get into a bigger office. Transition, whether you're moving warehouses or you're moving operations, IT, it's no different with your hosting. You can start off on a small plan, but as your business grows, as your traffic increases, chances are you will need a larger hosting plan. I think that in general, I'm not saying that you should pay egregious prices for hosting unnecessarily. It's not my point. But the lure of the $2.79 monthly hosting plan, what do you expect to get from that? Again, you're right. Look, you have one, a one-page landing page. You don't care if it takes eight seconds to load. Great. But for any business that's really operating, is a few dollars in price, I can't underscore this enough, is a few dollars in price worth the time and headache and potential loss from the issues that we've explained thus far? The answer is absolutely not. There's a lot of back-end benefits like SEO that could potentially be impacted if your site is on a server with other sites that have malicious code or have been hacked or haven't been maintained, um, you have no control over it. I mean, they're basically giving you a small little piece of the pie saying, this is your real estate. Think of it like an apartment inside of a, an apartment complex. This is your unit. Now, you can't do anything about the other people that are in there, but this is your unit. Making sure that you understand exactly what you're getting involved in, how scalable it is, the support, the type of access you have to it. I mean, if you need to have a developer put something into the back end of your your website, who's going to be able to provide access to that? Certain managed hosting plans, they they say it's locked down. And oh, it's the, it's the all word. of a sudden you need to upload some video or some file. Oh, now it now can't be done. Or they can't give you access to make some sort of customization that you're requiring. Now what? Now you got to start Correct. moving your site to another hosting plan and maybe you've already paid for it. It, it really can can prevent problems. I like your analogy of the real estate. And I, th- I think that oftentimes people will spend time, money, energy, resource, et cetera, on building a great website and then just totally 
not consider the hosting. It's like putting the worst quality fuel into the car that you possibly can. I don't get it. It's like leaving the car in the garage and we will ever see it. There's so many analogies we can give, but I think that it's something that should not be overlooked and it's something that really should be considered properly. Now, let's talk about a little bit about potential downfalls from a hosting with a very small firm or with not one of the big box uh, retailers because there are downfalls. Right out of the gate that I would talk about is, for example, what happens if that company goes out of business, right? Big issue. What happens if they don't pay their bills and they decide that they don't want to be in the web development or web hosting service anymore? You got a big problem. You got a really big problem. We've picked up a few of those sites. Yeah, yeah. We've we've picked up hosting on a number of those websites because people flippantly decided that they don't want to be in the business anymore. Big issue, right? Understanding, do you have access? Do you have a full backup? And at least doing some things to hedge yourself against uh, potential losses would be a very, very, very good idea, such as having a full backup of the site on some routine having access to cPanel, things of that nature are really important. That'll certainly help bridge a gap if you have to switch hosting companies. But if your site's hosted and a server crashes, who's going to go out there and swap it out? I mean, someone has to do it. If you're at some sort of small mom and pop uh, hosting company that that can't service their own servers or don't control the servers or don't know about their data warehouses, where where are you going to turn to? You're going to take your backup and you'll have your downtime for however long and I guess you'll uh, mosey on. That's a, at best case, if you have the backup, and I can imagine the scenario of the site going down and worst case, you're starting from nothing, which is right. uh, obviously- and a lot of times, places will give you the backup files, but they don't give you the database. And so now the files are useless. Also, I think a lot of the smaller companies, they don't necessarily tell you where their, their data centers are. So saving a couple bucks, but your site's in the, in the middle of uh, you know South America somewhere. What happens when there's a, a tropical storm and they lose power for a week? You sure. just sit there? Understanding that and if their CDNs, where their CDNs are located. I mean, you know, if you're doing international business and you're selling globally, you want to make sure that your data is spread out throughout the country and globally in the markets that matter most to your business to ensure that you can deliver your website and your transactions in real speed. Did you see that Cloudflare notification today? Went down? Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, I mean, Cloudflare is probably one of the largest companies out there. Every once in a while, they have problems. I mean, it happens. They power half the internet. One other important point that I had noted that I wanted to make was, again, it seems very elementary, but make sure that you are the owner of your domain name. I just want to throw that out there. I've seen too many situations of too trusting of people. They allow the web person, whoever is doing it, to buy it in their own account. Things go sideways. They don't own the domain name. They don't have access to the hosting. It becomes a complete nightmare. Be very, very cautious with that. Oftentimes, you'll see companies try to bundle in, get a domain name, get hosting, get a website. They give it to you at a monthly rate. That way, you're always paying. You're only renting. So whenever you say, I want to stop paying for you, okay, okay, now you walk away from your website, you paid all this and now you have nothing. At least if you pay your flat fee, fine, maybe it costs, it'll cost less upfront, but I mean, it'll cost more upfront, less in, in the grand total, but at least it's yours. So you will have full control. And if you're not happy, go somewhere that, that will service what you need. When all things are working correctly, it doesn't matter. The $8 hosting is fantastic until something goes wrong. And that is where things are really, really important. Like Mike, I'm a pilot, for example. And in my flight training, I was taught, hey, 
everything is great, right? Until it's not great anymore, until there's a problem, until the engine goes out, until some issue happens, then it really becomes a matter of were you trained and were you not. So I just can't stress enough. Don't be short-sighted. Don't spend too much time worrying about a few dollars of difference if it comes to a service. Is the company reputable? Are they going to fulfill what they've told you they're going to fulfill? And that's what is really important. So the actual service of the hosting itself is only a part of the equation. The other part is who's overseeing it and who will jump in and who will fix it when there is an issue. I think that's the most important. As I said before, peace of mind, can't pay for it. There's no, no price to be paid on that, I think. You certainly don't need to be paying thousands of dollars a month. If you're spending less than 30 bucks a month, you're probably not getting what you need. Yes, I agree with that. It's really just understanding what you're getting involved with. There's so many options out there. With a little bit of basic research, I think most people can see the terms and see what's important and you know at least have an idea of what's being offered. So if you hear what you're getting, at least you'll understand. But understanding yeah. the right questions to ask, I think really is important. You know, asking about speed, uptime guarantees, support guarantees, type of server, type of environment you're getting, understanding where the locations of the servers are, what type of access you're entitled to, and obviously backups, who stores them, how often are they ran, and really just understand what's the right fit for your business. We have to marry the hosting together with the actual maintenance, of course, which is the updating of the plugins, updating of the WordPress core files, et cetera, et cetera. It all comes together as one, as a cohesive plan and strategy for maintaining your website according to best practices on an ongoing basis. You take your website and we spoke about this in a previous podcast of having a solid foundation. You take that solid foundation and it needs to go somewhere. It's not going on solid land. Well, what do you expect to happen to the code? Sure. You know, how is the website supposed to perform? Really just understanding what you want. And a lot of these podcasts, I think we've really covered very similar sort of themes because it's such a free-for-all understanding, whether it's a website or an ad campaign or uh, SEO or email marketing. If you don't know really what you're getting or what you need, you need to find someone who can help break down, explain to you what you need and what you don't need. Everything's a yes. Oh, you need this. You need this. A second opinion is always a good option. I agree 100%. We talked about a lot of great stuff. If there's any questions or comments, please get in touch with us and uh, we will be back in the very near future with more, hopefully, very useful information. Until next time. Thanks. 